Thank you for joining our broadcast today at City Life Church. We would love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. Please take a minute to send us your story at info at citylifechurch.cc. And if God has used this ministry to touch you in any way, we want to encourage you to partner with us financially to help us bring God's word to other people. You can go to our website at citylifechurch.cc to find the giving options that works best for you. Now in today's message, Pastor Tony will be delivering an encouraging word that we know is going to touch your life. We pray that you listen with expectation, believing that everything you need from God, he's going to do it. Enjoy today's message. We're going to jump into the word today. We're going to continue our series, The Good Shepherd. And we're going to talk today, and we're going to journey through Psalm 23 as we did last week. We're going to pick up where we left off. And I'm believing that as we do, God is going to speak to you. We find the psalmist said that he is the good shepherd. It declared that the good shepherd leads us and guides us. And Jesus began to teach us, and it's written in red in John chapter 10, verse 11. Jesus said this, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And in verse 14, he says this, I am the good shepherd, I know my sheep, and I, my sheep know me. He goes on to say, my sheep will know my voice, and another they will not follow. I'm believing in this season that as the good shepherd that has a good word and good news and a good plan and good promises is leading us, that this season that may not appear to be good, we believe in it, God is doing a good work. For some of us, life has changed in a moment. And things seem crazy right now. For some, the kids are maybe driving you nuts because they're not at school, they're at home. You're trying to work from home. And, and uh, we, we have staff members that have small children at home. And every time I call one of them, you hear all the kids in the background. We've added a dog, as I said last week, to the mix of our house. And that's been a challenge, getting, him out at the, getting her out at the right time and, and doing all the things that, that, that we need to do with that puppy in the house. And the kids' uh, routine has changed and life has changed. But I do know this, in changing times, the good news of the kingdom is still at work. The good shepherd is still leading. And as we listen for his voice, the Bible said if we will have an ear to hear, we will hear what the Father is saying. And I'm believing as the good shepherd is speaking and he's working through us. You know, sometimes it's hard to figure out life. And we think we have it figured out and all of a sudden it changes. And all of a sudden things begin to look different as they were. And, and, and we think we have it figured out. And just about the time we think we have this season figured out, it shifts. And we're in such a shifting season, but here's the constant in our life and in our world. We know that the good shepherd is speaking a good word and he's leading us to good places. And we find that David, this young shepherd that is destined to be a king, he begins to write a psalm and a song to the Lord. And he begins to talk and he says in Psalm 23 this, The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. 
You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This young shepherd begins to write this song and this psalm to the Lord. He begins to write it understanding the responsibilities of a shepherd and what it is to lead sheep. I told you last week that it's kind of peculiar that the father would use sheep as an example of his people because sheep are not the most intelligent animals. They're hard to train. We don't find a lot of use for sheep, but he likens us to sheep. The Bible says that we are the sheep of his pasture. The Bible tells us that this good shepherd cares for his sheep and he leads his sheep and he nurtures his and he disciplines his sheep. And we find in the word of God as we journey through Psalm 23, every line is a declaration of David's following after the Father. A journey that would lead him from a field tending sheep to leading men in battle as the king of Israel. He would defeat giants along the way. He would guard the sheep and defend the sheep from a bear and a lion. And David would learn so much in the field. And every line was written from the perspective of a shepherd but likening to the good shepherd. We talked last week where David said, the Lord is my shepherd. If you're going to follow him, it has to be a personal journey. You can't follow him through someone else's experience. You've got to follow the Father through a personal relationship. It's the only way to connect and the only way to be led by him. The Bible said the sons of God and the daughters of God, they are led by the Spirit of God. So if you're going to follow him, you have to have a personal relationship with him. And then David says, because I know him personally, I lack nothing. He has all I need. He's all sufficient. Matter of fact, the word says, according to his riches and glory, he will supply every need. David says, because I have this personal relationship and I'm following and connected to the good shepherd, I lack nothing. Jesus said in John chapter 15, he said, if you're connected to me and I'm connected to you, you will bear fruit. And finally, by the end of the journey, he said, you will bear much fruit. David says, because I'm connected and I have this personal relationship, I lack nothing. He has all I need. Then he says this, he says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. We talked about last week, this season, where seeing things seem so different. It could be that God is just resetting you. This refers to a shepherd leading his sheep to a place of rest and refreshing. The Father tells us that we need a Sabbath. Matter of fact, in the Ten Commandments, he puts a commandment in there that we are to honor the Sabbath and keep it holy. You need a Sabbath in your life. You need rest in your life. You need a refuge of refueling in your life. And when he, the, the shepherd would lead the sheep by green pastures and lay them down, he was resting them for the journey. Just maybe God is resetting some things in this season. I know for us things have changed, but we've also reset some things. We spent more time at home, more time with our family. My schedule's changed. I'm not traveling as much. I, I've been home more. We've eaten dinner around the table. 
maybe in this season, God is resetting some things and restoring some things. We find that not only did he say he would allow us to rest in green pasture, but then he said he leads me beside quiet waters. David was declaring that the shepherd brings you in peaceful places to allow the peace of God. Because we find where David was was not a peaceful season. He was going to tell us that he was walking through valleys, even death over But I can be at peace and I can be at contentment. Why? The good shepherd is leading me and I lack nothing because I'm connected to him. He said he leads me beside quiet waters. There's a peace and a contentment. He said he restores my soul. David said even in valleys, this good shepherd has the ability to bring healing and wholeness to your life. And then he says this, he leads me and right paths of righteousness for his name's sake. I am telling you, for some of you, you can't see it, but God's got you on the right path right now. For some of you thought that the job you lost was disaster, and God said, no, no, it's just a setup. I've got a better job. I've got you on a right path. I've got you on a good path. For some of you thought the situation you're in is going to bring destruction to your house, but God says, oh, no, it's a setup. I'm getting to lead you in a good path because there's a purpose, and, and my name is is going to be revealed and my glory is going to be revealed in you. He begins to guide you and release purpose. David said, he leads me in the right path of righteousness for his name's sake so I can bring glory to his name. And then David says this, even though I walk through a darkest valley or even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he said, I will fear no evil because you're in this valley with me. And that's where we left off. We know that David was declaring that the good shepherd can lead you because David knew what it was to lead sheep through valleys and have to protect them in places that would try to destroy them and try to devour them. But next he says this. Here's where we're going to pick up. He says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. They comfort me. Now watch. A shepherd would use a staff to do several things. He would lead with the staff. He would rescue the staff, would have a hook on it. He would reach down and pull sheep in and pull them out of ravines and low places, out of harm's way. He would rescue with the staff. And he would also discipline with the staff. David said that your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now I can understand about being comforted through the leading of the Holy Spirit. I, I understand about being comforted as he rescues me. But, but what about the discipline that he brings in my life? David would say in the Psalms, you chastise me because you love me. He would tell us that he molds us in shape. I'll tell you why David would understand there's comfort and discipline because he knows that when the Father not only leads you and rescues you, but disciplines you, it's all for growth in your life. It's all for betterment. It's all that... So you would be nurtured and be who God has called you to be. And David says, your rod and your staff, they bring me comfort. I know that when you lead me, you're leading me to right places. I know that when you rescue me, you're keeping me from things that would harm me. And I know that when you discipline me, it's all for my betterment because there is a better plan and I'm going to be a better man or a better woman. I'm going to be a better person because of your discipline in my life. Jesus took 12 
12 men and he discipled them. He disciplined them. He trained them and he formed them into being world changer. What if in this season that God is bringing some discipline to our life and he's realigning some things in my life? I know that when I walk through seasons and moments of valley, I, I told you last week, I can either be a Christian that in crisis, a Holy Spirit helps me navigate or I can just be a crisis Christian. I run to the cross and run to Christ during crisis. Now, if you've done that, that's all, way, all right. But mature people in the body, in the family of God, they navigate through crisis in a Christ-like manner. They allow the word to mature them and discipline them and allow his presence to lead them. He said, I want you to understand, I know your rod and your staff. It does not only lead me, it does not only rescue me, but it disciplines me when I need it. But then he says this, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. What David was saying was, you always have the final word. Vengeance is yours. Justice is yours. And I know at the end, I don't have to fight the battle. You're going to fight it for me. He said, you're preparing a table in the presence of my enemies enemy, people that would keep me from eating, people that would keep me from flourishing, things and adversaries that would try to stop my destiny. You're just preparing a table and a banquet in their present. Friend, you don't have to fight the battle. Even in this season that may seem different, God is fighting for you. God's got you covered. He's got this season. He's preparing a table in the midst of all your adversities and the adversary that would try to destroy you. He's, he's leading you there is a hope in this season he is going to rescue you he is going to restore you he's got all you need you lack nothing and then I love what he says he said you anoint my head with oil I, I want you to understand David knew a lot about this what he is saying right here David knew what it was to walk in from a field and encounter a prophet that the Bible said took a horn of oil and when David had the anointing oil released over his head, it declared his destiny because when the oil was released, the prophet said this, you are going to be the next king of Israel. You will replace King Saul. I know you see a shepherd when you look in a mirror, but you are destined for a throne. And David said this, in the valley of the shadow of death, in my darkest valley, you anoint my head with oil friend somebody's destiny is being declared right now in this season what you thought was a disaster season is a destiny season what you thought was a season of ruin and what you thought was going to be your demise God said oh no I've anointed you for this season I've anointed your head you're going to think right thoughts in this season you're going to make right decisions in this season you're going to come out of this season better why there's a destiny in your life and it could be that in this dark season, a darkest season that maybe you've ever experienced or even in the valley of the shadow of death, he would say, I'm going to anoint you for this moment. You've been built for this. Matter of fact, in this season you're really going to discover who you are and who I am. I'm going to release something in you. You're not going back to the field. There's a kingdom that I'm releasing in you. There's an authority I'm releasing in you. He said, you anoint my head with oil. And then I love what the next verse says. He says, my my cup overflows. Friend, I'm believing for some of you that God is setting you up for a season of overflow and what you thought was going to be a season of lack. You can declare like David, oh no, I'm connected to the good shepherd and I lack nothing. He said, my cup overflows. John 10.10 10 says this. 
I love what the Passion Translation says. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance. More than you expect. Life in its fullness until you overflow. Life in its fullness until you overflow. David said, my cup is overflowing. He said, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I've come to give you an abundant life. A life that just keeps blessing until it overflows. For some of you, God is marking you right now with blessing in this valley. In this season. In this time. And I love what the next line says. All of a sudden, David becomes prophetic. He said, surely goodness and mercy will follow me. He didn't just say today. He didn't say in my yesterday when I was in a good season. He said, all the days of my life, when I look at this dark season, mercy is still with me. When I look in this dark season, goodness is still with me. When I look in this season, grace is still with me. Love is still with me. The promises of God have never left me. They're still here. And then he said this, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Some of you right now in this dark season need to begin to prophesy to your next season. He said, I'm coming. I'm not staying here I'm I'm not living here I'm not dying here he said when I walk through this season I'm coming out the other side matter of fact let me prophesy during this season I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever I'm going to talk about my tomorrow I'm going to talk about my next season I'm going to talk about my greater that is on the way some of you need to get up and shake off all of that heaviness and you need to open your mouth matter of fact right where you're at right now begin to declare to the next season I'm on my way some of you need to speak to that mountain to be removed as the word of God said some of you need to prophesy to your next season and declare I will I will I can do all things through Christ because he gives me strength and I'm following the good shepherd and this is not the end of the journey I will not stay here I will not divide uh, let this season devour me this will not be my end it will not take me out but I'm on my way to a place of destiny he's anointing me for this season my cup is running matter of fact this season is going to be a season of overflow for my life and I'm telling and declaring to the adversary this will not stop me define me or destroy me but I will dwell in the house of the Lord I will dwell in the promise of God in the word of God I will walk in my destiny I will walk out that's why Romans 5 3 says this we can rejoice too when we run in into problems and trials for we know they are good for us. You say, Pastor, how are trials good for us? It allows us to understand the power of overcoming. It allows us to see the strength of the good shepherd in our life. It allows us to rise above and know that in all things God is working for our good. And even though it was enemy sin, it was God used. And what the enemy went for evil, God said, oh, I'm going to use that as a weapon. I want you to understand 
understand there's some things out there right now that would try to destroy you and distract you and discourage you. But I've got a good word for you. You lack nothing. Everything you need is in the good shepherd. And if you stay close to him, he'll lead you into places that restore you and bring rest. He'll give you a peace that goes beyond understanding. He will anoint you. So even in this dark season, you can still see your destiny. You can still see the promise. You can still believe for the greater. And then all of a sudden, a prophetic word begins to rise up. Matter of fact, for some of you, it's unlocking right now. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and forever and forever. I will rise up and declare to the next season, I am on my way. I may not be running. I may be walking, but I'm not staying here. It may not be ending like I thought it would or as quick as I thought it would, but I'm not dying in this season. The good shepherd has already made a way of escape. He's already led me out. He's already declared his voice over the next season. And I begin to walk in that place. I begin to declare who he is. I begin to speak to the promises of God. You know, in the early 1900s, it was a small community in rural Alabama. And in this community, they farmed cotton. And an insect began to attack the cotton fields called boll weevils. And these boll weevils were from Mexico that had migrated to Alabama. And they were destroying the cotton fields of Alabama. They tried everything they could to kill the bow weevils, but the bow weevils just kept eating their crops and destroying their crops. And all they could do was sit around and watch their crops be devoured. Finally, one farmer, knowing that cotton was not an option in that season, he decided to plant something they had never planted in that region or harvested in that region. And it was a new crop that he was going to try to harvest, and it was peanuts. He told his friends that he was going to plant peanuts because the bow weevils were devouring his cotton crops, and they laughed at him. They laughed at this farmer, but sure enough, he planted peanuts. And in a short time, he made more money off one crop of peanuts that he would make throughout the whole year off all of his crops of cotton. Other people saw what he was doing with peanuts and they started planting peanut fields. They began to harvest them. And that region became one of the greatest peanut producing areas of the country. And a hundred years later, they are still producing peanuts. They never went back to cotton And peanuts have made all those farmers wealthy. Matter of fact, in the town square, they're going to put a picture on the screen. They've erected a statue of a bow weevil right in the town square. And they put a plaque. And the plaque read this. When you tried to destroy us, it just took us into our promise, purpose, destiny, and and released prosperity. In our community. So they put a statue of a bow weevil in the town square. What happened was this. 
In a moment of destruction, one farmer decided he would not be defeated. And I'm telling you, you can walk through a valley of the shadow of death and declare, but I will fear no evil because your rod and your staff, it's not only leading me, rescuing me, and disciplining, but it's establishing me. You've anointed me for this season. And I lack nothing. I've got all I need. You're restoring me. You're bringing rest. You've allowed my cup to run over even in this season. I can't even explain it. How blessed I am in this crazy season. And I'm going to prophesy not only to this season, but my next season. I'm on my way. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and forever. I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Why? The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. What he said in Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. Why? You are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And forever. This is not the final chapter. It's just a chapter. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And forever. We're going to worship for just a few moments. And I'm going to pray over you today. And this is what I'm going to believe. As the good shepherd is leading you. He's leading you to a prophetic tomorrow. He's got your good in mind. His name is being revealed in you. He's anointed you for this season. Your destiny will not be stopped. It will only be made stronger. The plan of God and the purpose of God will not be derailed. You'll just understand that when you walk through this, it's going to lead you into that promise and a season of overflow. God's learning, allowing us to learn, and he's teaching us and disciplining us. The good shepherd is with us. And we'll look back at this season. And I'm believing we're going to look back and say, because of this season, I'm stronger. My faith is deeper. I've matured. I've had a sense of who God is with greater revelation. And I understand more than ever that he's fighting for me and working for my good. Thank you again for joining us for today's broadcast. Our prayers that it ministered to you and it changed your life. If there's anything we can pray with you about or God has used this ministry to touch you in any way, please send us an email at info at citylifechurch.cc. We also want to invite you to be our guest at one of our Sunday or Wednesday worship experiences. You can find our times and locations on our website at citylifechurch.cc. You can also download the City Life app on your smartphones or tablets for more online messages. It was great worshiping with you today and we'll see you next time.